The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 367. Today, a preview of Star Wars Battlefront Twilight Company, the novel. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And here's the thing. Tomorrow, July 7th, is the official release date for Star Wars Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. And this is the much-anticipated novel featuring Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress that is part of the unfinished series of stories from the Clone Wars cartoon series. And there are reviews already starting to leak out about it. And as far as I know, we're supposed to be holding off on those until July 7th. So I'm going to honor the embargo, as it were, and hold off on sharing our review until tomorrow. And of course, it will actually encompass the rest of the week, as we have done with previous novels that have been released in the new Star Wars canon. But there is no embargo on the Star Wars Battlefront novel, which is coming out in November of 2015 and of which an excerpt appears at the end of Dark Disciple. And in fact, we've actually had this excerpt for a while available to us. There was a Del Rey sampler of different novels in the Star Wars canon that was handed out as early as Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, and I was lucky enough to grab one of those. And I will tell you that there's nothing different inside that sampler from what is included at the end of Dark Disciple, at least as far as the review copy of Dark Disciple that we were given a hold of. So... That being said, I think it's really fascinating to start talking about Star Wars Battlefront Twilight Company, which is the name of the novel by Alexander Freed, especially in light of the fact that it is being labeled with the Star Wars Battlefront branding, not just Star Wars, but Star Wars Battlefront, as it is part and parcel not just of the canon, but of the new video game series, Star Wars Battlefront. I guess I shouldn't say new video game series, because there have been Star Wars Battlefront entries in the past, but for a long time, it went uh, languishing. A third edition was supposed to be made, and didn't get made, and got shelved, and all this other stuff, until finally it's being rebooted and as part of the whole... Lucasfilm Story Group and digital media within Lucasfilm and this whole new push with uh, with all forms of media, particularly strong in the video game space. And it looks like they are extending the Battlefront brand beyond the video game side of things into the uh, novelization side as well. So here's where the video game and the novel and the importance of Star Wars canon seem to merge together. There are four playable planets inside Battlefront that's been confirmed, and a fifth one coming later. Uh, That'll be the Battle of Jakku. But the four going online immediately are Endor, Tatooine, Hoth, and Sullust. And we haven't had any exposure to Sullust in the films, and it's very limited in the new canon so far. But the 
little synopsis heading up the Twilight Company book says, On worlds like Celeste, Coyerti, Hateral Prime, and Untold Others, rebel forces fight in the trenches determined to maintain hope against the unrelenting Imperial War Machine. And there you go, Celeste. You heard it right there. So the novel... The few pages we get of an excerpt talk about a particular mission on Hateral Prime, and we're on the ground with troops, with the grunts in Twilight Company, and we find out that this novel seems to be set smack dab between Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. They say it's 18 months after the destruction of the first Death Star, and it talks about a push by the Rebel Armada out of the Outer Rim and into the more populated worlds of the Galactic Mid-Rim, but that that push gets called off by a high command about nine months in. So, say, nine months after the destruction of the Death Star, high command says the Rebel fleet is too extended and starts ordering the fleet backward into the, into the Mid-Rim. And instead of fighting to maintain the worlds that they have conquered, the rebels are now forced to abandon some of the worlds that they had conquered. Perhaps conquered when it refers to the Rebel Alliance isn't exactly the right word to use, but it kind of feels like it when it's shot through the eyes of Hazram Namir, who is the apparent protagonist of Twilight Company, and he reflects on the events of the past 18 months, particularly how the Rebellion's 61st Mobile Infantry, a.k.a. Twilight Company, had been at the vanguard of the push into the galactic mid-rim, but then nine months into the push, when the word came down from High Command that they had to retreat, they became the rear guard of what's described as a massive withdrawal. He reflects on the Rebellion being deployed to worlds they had helped capture mere months earlier and evacuating the bases it had built, marching over the graves of its own dead soldiers, quote-unquote. So, wow, this is definitely a different kind of Star Wars. And it puts me in mind of what we might be about to see in Rogue One as well. This is an army movie. It is not a typical Star Wars movie. And Battlefront Twilight Company is shaping up to be an army novel. Definitely not your typical Star Wars novel. It's written very well. The action is compellingly written in the excerpt that we have. And it's a different scene. It's actually really very fascinating because we're so focused on the heroes of Star Wars and on those major characters that these down-in-the-trenches moments that happen, of course, throughout the entirety of the Rebellion's fight against the Empire. This is the stuff that really does also make or break the Rebellion's struggle. So I'm really looking forward to getting a hold of this whole thing. And it also strikes quite a contrast to Dark Disciple, too, which I'm really looking forward to talking with you about over the next few days. That is a much more intimate and personal story by comparison. Okay, it's time to do that trivia thing. Last time we asked you what the Ewoks baited their net trap with, and that was a dead animal, an unidentified tusked animal, if you want to get more specific. Today's question, what actor was less than pleased to learn his character was being killed off halfway through Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope? Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to SW7x7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!